Arizona Coyotes forward Lawson Krause continues to have a career season. We're going to talk on this episode why he's going to be a major part of the Arizona Coyotes core moving forward. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlik on today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. We've got a great show on today's episode. We're going to be talking about Lawson and Krause. There's a uh, major focus on this uh, on today, Carl, because, my God, he continues to have a great uh, a great season as uh, in the game against the Predators scores twice. Yep. And had a goal against the, the St. Louis Blues uh, last Saturday as well. Nice three games or three goals in two games for Kraus. Been just a really huge part of the, of the Coyotes this season. I just love the development you know, the, um, I'm not sure the development's the right word I'm using on this, but I just love the like, career arc that Krause has had in this last couple of years. Because you look at it right now, um, he has played uh, 49 games and already has 19 goals. He's just only um, one goal away from having tied his goals in last year in 65 games played. Yep. And only three points away from tying his career high 34 points um, from last season. He is definitely a player who took a really big step forward. Um, And there was always kind of speculation, at at least for me, whether or not this is just him playing up for his contract year. We see a lot of players do that. They work really hard. They sign their deal. I don't know if it's not the drive or if it's the increased expectations, but they tend to kind of drop off. That's not the case with Kraus. He is only getting better. Absolutely. And it's, it's awesome because you see, we, we know, again, we talked about the, where the coyotes are this year mm-hmm. and it being a rebuilding team. And I mean, it was the same last year and it's going to be the same for another couple years. Um, but it's awesome to see a team, you know, a player like Lawson Kraus in a year like this year, just do so well, especially, especially in the year that he had, you know, in the couple years, he had just a couple years, um, you know, a couple years ago, right? Because, yeah. you know, obviously he had that snake bitten, snake, uh, snake bitten uh, year, um, that shortened year, that 2020, uh, the 2021 season um, where he only had 13 points. Um and then even before that, look, 23 points, 25. Um, so, like, he's like, oh, which is not, you know, terrible for, you know, first couple of years in the NHL. But, sure. you know, he had something that was holding him back. And I think, but maybe the change in the coaching staff, maybe the change in the way he did his development, something happened. Something happened to really turn this gear on. 
it could very well be Andre Torney because his great years have been happening since then. Yeah. Uh, he has definitely really benefited from a new coaching style. Um, it, it's probably a lot of stuff. If, if we're being perfectly honest, I'm sure that coaching has made a difference for him. Like just looking at the numbers under, you know, under Taka, under Tourne, um, he's definitely stepped up his game. Uh, but I also think he probably took some major steps like in his personal life. He's working out differently. I'm sure like eating better, just growing as a person as, and as a hockey player, like you're, you're going to get better if you keep doing the same thing over and over again. And you know, I don't want to take too much away from him because I'm sure he put in a lot of work to get here. If you said, Hey, is it just the coach? He'd be like, no, I'm also doing like X, Y, and Z. So it's, it's a lot of everything. Coaching is just, the thing that really stands out because we do see this sharp like change in his career trajectory under a new coach maybe it could be you know around the same time that the coaching changed maybe he changed his own personal trainer and his personal trainer's like all right let's focus on these couple things that you guys that you that that you can work on yeah i mean I, i do also feel like bill armstrong I'm sure sees Lawson Kraus as the type of player that he wants to have. When you look at how the Coyotes drafted last season, outside of Cooley, it's a lot of players that should remind they're physical Kraus. guys. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. There's going to be maybe some, you know, some grind players out there that um, out of those bu- physical bunch that Armstrong, but the power forward. That's yeah. that's essentially what the uh, <laughs> what Armstrong has been getting. Yeah. And, you know, seeing like, you know, I'm sure having a GM who's like, yeah, we want players like you, that's got to feel great for your confidence. Um, this season, I think we could also probably credit Matias Michelli. I know he and Kraus have been playing together a lot. Uh, Michelli is having a phenomenal rookie season. Kraus seems to connect really well with him. Um, and, you know, as we're also seeing with Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz, that kind of you know, duo could really make or break a player. Absolutely. And, 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 and I will go back and just say, just like, I'm glad that he's gotten to this point and that we, that he's gotten that confidence back. Cause you know, I remember seeing, seeing him when he first came to Tucson and I was like, you know, like I, I like this kid, you know, and especially cause that, that was the year that year in Tucson was the year it was, um, Lawson Krauss, Nick Merkley, and Dylan Strom on the same line, which yeah. was, you know, then was absolutely insane. Even now, you look back at it, it's like, oh, it's absolutely insane. Um, but to see how he's come since then, it's just like, he's worked a lot. Yeah, he, he has definitely put in the effort, and he is going to be a big piece of the Coyotes moving forward. Uh, I, I'm seeing, like, his name come up in trade rumors, I'm like, no, I don't think that one's going to be moving. Absolutely. We're going to continue to talk about Lawson Krause and uh, his spot on the Arizona Coyotes in the future as they continue to navigate this rebuild. We're going to get to that in just a moment, but first a quick word from our sponsors. And the midway point of the NBA season is here in the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because... New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores. 
to three is drained, everything like in, you know, everything in between. I know a lot of you Suns fans, you know, we're an Arizona show, so probably a lot of Suns fans out here listening are probably going to be paying attention to what the Phoenix Suns do now that they got Kevin Durant and everything in, uh, in between. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance on your no-sweat for a bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. So let's continue this episode call talking about Lawson Krause and the future uh, he holds with the Arizona Coyotes. I firmly believe he is a like he has solidified himself as a core member um, of this rebuild. You know, you know him and uh, and Clayton Keller are those immovable pieces that you know two three years down the line you know are gonna be like you know centerpieces you build around. Yeah. Uh, I, I would definitely agree with that. We don't have a crystal ball, so we don't know for sure what you know what is going to happen. Uh, some other team could make a deal tomorrow for the next five their next five first round picks for Lawson Kraus, and you're just like, you gotta you take that deal. No that. You can't say yeah. no to that. Yeah, but I I do think that there are players where you know they're not being shopped. They're, they're just generally considered to be part of it. And unless you're going to come out there with an insane offer, like you don't even need to talk about it. And, and Kraus seems to be that guy. He's on a pretty team friendly deal. Uh, he's going to be, you know, having a hit of 4.3 million for the next five seasons or next four after this one is complete. Um, and yeah, he seems like, like we said earlier, the prototypical Bill Armstrong player. And until you have another one of those, I, I don't think that you're going to trade the one you have. And it's interesting because, you know, when I was kind of looking up information about Lost and Kraus and other new stuff, you know, a couple of things got brought up and it says teams that could try to trade for Lost and Kraus. And I caught it and I thought to me, I'm like, why? Like, what possibly would a team have to offer? other than, you know, the insane can never say no to five straight first round picks. But like, realistically, what would the team have to offer for the Coyotes to even think about parting of Lawson Cross? Because to me, it just doesn't seem like something that can be done right now. Yeah, it it, it really doesn't. Um, Krause is a player who I think, you know, depending on what happens with Clayton Keller, I can see Krause definitely getting a C. Um, next season he is you know a big part of this team he is a significant contributor um he just doesn't seem like a player who'd be on the move so i I really don't know what you could offer to like prime away from bill armstrong like you know no one's gonna like destroy their future for lawson kraus he he's not that pivotal for another team, like even one looking for a cop run, like, but he is big for the Coyotes as a rebuilding team. Absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned he's, a, you know, could be a potential player to, to, uh, to wear the C. Um, Cause there's, you know, obviously back and forth. I, th- I think the two biggest names that have been mentioned are him and Clayton Keller. Um, it's, 
you know, it's a matter of when they name I when it's who of the two it's going to be, right? Yeah. Um, and they won't go wrong with either one, um, because either one, the other one is going to be wearing an A, <laughs> like, and that's still part of the leadership team. And they are definitely two players who seem like they are significant leaders on the team. We're not in the locker room, so we don't know for sure like what the other guys on the ice would say. But just looking at this team long term, it, it's been Krause and Keller as as two of the major staples, especially now with Chikrin on the way out. Um, it's yeah, I, I can't think of a better choice other than the two absolutely you know and i it makes me excited to see that you have those two players as a core member of this team and the players that are coming in right you know a mix of the physical and a mix of the skill you know you have you know logan cooley looking his best out there and uh, in minnesota right now um with the uh at the university you have you know Dylan Gunther now, who had a co- he had a solid half season up, you know, up here with the Coyotes before going back to going to Seattle. Connor Geeky, who knows what he's going to look like? You know, maybe we can potentially see some good stuff from him. Like it's, you know, you can go down the line yeah. of a lot of the prospects out there. Four years, three, say three, four years from now, Cole, this Coyotes team is going to look really good, especially with you know. Again, those two players we mentioned, Clayton Keller and Lawson Kraus, and you know those other prospects who just look promising. Yeah, but I, I think like three to four years is is a realistic timeline. If you are looking at Connor Geeky as Lawson Kraus 2.0, which I think a lot of people kind of were when he was drafted, um, I know that that's kind of how I slot him in my mind, then he is still quite a few years off from that. So you, you're going to need a guy like Lawson Krause. Um, who else is going to be him? Who else is going to be that very, you know, strong power forward who can hit, who can fight, who can score, who can do all of the stuff. Um, and, you know, the Coyotes have a few of those players in the pipeline, but they're not, they're not going to be ready next year. They're not going to be ready the year after. Like Krause is the person who's there for the long term and potentially could be with the team for just, a very long time because mm-hmm. he has that very important role. Look, other example, Jan Unique has been Tucson for what, two, three years now. Yeah. Like it's probably going to take him another couple years to even make it to the NHL. And even then he'll be what third, fourth line, like banger out there. Yeah. And I mean, look how long it took Kraus to, to go from like just being in the NHL to being the NHL player. He is now. Um, I, I think that is definitely very important. Like there is a difference between making an NHL roster and being a significant contributor on an NHL team. And what's amazing with Lawson Kraus is he's the kind of player because a power forward is the kind of player that not necessarily will command, you know, first line minutes, you know, yeah. they're like second line, third line. Um, and even then, they're still, you know, huge factors on the team. Absolutely. Like, what? Kraus isn't the top line for the Coyotes. I, I would think say he's that that's between two and second and third line. Yeah. Depending on how you're counting the lines, um, 
But he yeah, is... I know the lions are weird with the coyotes. Sometimes they put like they they have like Keller and Schmaltz on the third line, and you're like, what is her <laughs> fourth line or whatever? Like it's... at least on the stat page, you're like, what? But he is second in goal scored. He's two points shy of Clayton Keller. He's third in points, uh, four back of Nick Schmaltz. Uh, <coughs> Keller's having a phenomenal season, though, so it's it's going to be tough for Kraus to to reach that peak. But I wouldn't have thought that that Kraus would be number two in goals uh, or or top three of points like two years ago. Um, you know if I knew that there was going to be a rebuild and it was going to be all like last season with uh, the Louis Erickson's and the, the Jay Beagles, you know, picture being up there, but, but not necessarily a top three guy. Exactly. Any last things on Lawson and Krause you want to bring up before we get to our final bit of uh, news on this, on this episode? Uh, I, he, he had a very glorious beard uh, to start the season and I think he has trimmed it sometime in the past. He's still rocking a beard, but it's not as, you know, big and bushy. Uh, so I'm going to mark down like five points on that. <laughs> Gotta love it. Anyways, though, we have one final thing we want to get to on today's episode of Locked on Coyotes. And if you're paying, paying attention to Coyotes uh, fan social media, you'll know what we're talking about. But we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. So our next partner has a product that I use literally every day of my life. I started taking AG1 because I'm getting a little bit older. I have a lot going on right now, so I don't really have the time, but I want better gut health and a more optimized immune system. Who doesn't want to have a healthy immune system right now? And the great thing about AG1 is it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It is the product for you, and it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. Uh, Also really is useful at giving you better sleep quality. And I know tons of people out there take some kind of monthly vitamin, and that's why it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body is going to enjoy. And AG1 is that product. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of their immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So all you need to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. So to close things off on this episode of Locked on Coyotes, um, we wanted to address something because uh, you got like, you know, we gave you the update last month about the, uh, you know, what's going, been going on with, uh, with fiveforhowling.com with, you know, both of us being, uh, members of it, Carl being the manager of Five for Howling for so many years. Um, we have an update. Carl, you'd like to share? Uh, yeah. So uh, last Friday, the people of SB Nation approached myself and the fellow site managers with an offer to basically have all of the blogs absorbed into an existing uh, sports website 
I, I don't want to say who it is just because uh, I don't know if I can. Um, so I, I'm not going to say that. But, um, you know, the the package wasn't exactly ideal. Um, and we had a meeting. Uh, I think over half of the site managers were present um, in a Zoom call on Super Bowl Sunday, which kind of goes to show what SB Nation did as a sports blog. They're like, hey, you have the weekend. It's the Super Bowl weekend. Get back to us. Um, we, we came to the decision that the best thing to do is for us to, to bet on ourselves and move forward as an independent collective. Um, so we're still kind of working on a lot of details, but what the current plan is, is Five for Howling is going to continue to be supported by SB Nation up until March 31st. That's what I've requested, at which time they will transfer the domain name and the IP over to myself and Five for Howling, along with a bunch of other SB Nation sites are going to be looking into doing something together that you can, you know, get get your hockey news um, and get it from just a large group of people. I do think one of the great things about SB Nation is just the, the number of sites and where you can get it for information. And it's easier for me to, like, kind of do cross-platform stuff and get, like, you know, a Chicago perspective. Uh, it's the same logic behind all the lockdown uh, websites as well. Absolutely. You get the, you have, you have like, you know, the fans, you have a lot of the local experts, you know, people who know these teams really well. Um, that's what, you know, that's the kind of thing that made, um, that made SB Nation so great for so many years. And I'm so glad that the, uh, what's going to be now like former SB Nation NHL sites making themselves in an independent collective, as you mentioned, um, with the help of, you know, the, um, you know, just, so many good people out there. The uh, you know that um, Steph Driver, who's kind of been putting like so many work, so much work into <laughs> into everything. Uh, if you don't know, like she runs, like she she ran she ran runs Broad Street Hockey, yeah. um, and been, all the NHL websites. In addition, yeah. she was she was my boss effectively. If you enjoyed Five for Howling from the start of the season to now in any way you, you should thank Steph driver um, before the year even started, there was talk that there was not going to be the, the lower traffic SB nation sites. Uh, and she came in big with a, with a sponsorship uh, deal, uh, which is why all of the game previews were sponsored. Um, <clears throat> like I say, who sponsored? Cause they're not paying, paying me now, but if you go back and check some of them, you'll, you'll see. Um, and there is kind of a hope that we can grow this. It is going to start off independent for now. Steph is looking for some investments. Um, that's kind of mid future range. So again, not too much we can discuss right now, but we are going to be looking to grow. There are plenty of people who value the SB nation sites. Um, and I'm glad to continue. It's, it's a fun prospect to to go independent uh, and to not necessarily have the same corporate reach um, that we had with Vox and SB Nation. They they were good. They they didn't you know give much oversight, but it, it does feel different when you're doing it for yourself. Plus, there's that even bigger community aspect now, right? Because you know 
I feel like as independents, you have a reach better with the fans. Yeah. Um, you have a bit and able to, you know, connect more, just connect more with them and allow them to be, to have a voice as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people just kind of in general appreciate someone who is going off and doing it themselves. Um, there's there's always talk about like entrepreneurs and I, I wouldn't necessarily classify what we're doing as as an entrepreneurship except for staff she is doing that yeah. um it's it's more going to be like a continuation hopefully of the work that we're doing just hopefully more um and hopefully it'll be good uh, i'm really hoping it'll be good absolutely and i also mentioned too that the um you know that that there are you know this isn't the first time that you have a you know groups that say especially here in Arizona you know sports writers or just a group that you know ends up losing support of one and goes independent for a short period of time before getting moving on to bigger and even better things so you know we're and then and those who know exactly what I'm talking about you know who I'm talking about and the good thing with um, with us sticking together, like I mentioned, Five for Howling is a lower traffic site. Um, we can hopefully like kind of carry off of the big names, and uh, you know, just like the NHL as a whole, there there's different kind of te- tiers of teams, but together they create a much better product, and, and that's that's what I'm hoping for. Um, hopefully, you you're not going to notice any kind of change. Or if you do, hopefully it'll be a good change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyways, though, that's about the time we have for this episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube and part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find a lot of Locked On shows. Um, just, type, you know, just type in Locked On anywhere. But also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash locked on coyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlock is at Carl Pavlock FFH. Interact with us, ask a question you might have, we might answer right back, or in a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Ah!